0: This World Series Game 5 Picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com SGPN. Use the code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN and get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel to celebrate we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the sport. Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, the 1st of October, and we are here to handicap, potentially deciding, um, Game 5 of the World Series, which will take place in round about nine hours time from right now. Joining me uh, from Houston, Texas, is Mr. Moonaf Manjeet. Moonaf, hey, hey, how are you? You're on mute, we Oh, he's in mid-season form already.
1: I was Muna. just saying, you're in mid-season form. I'm in mid-season form because I was on mute, and you said it's the 1st of October, so here we are.
0: Is it not? Oh, shit, it's November.
1: Oh! <laughs>
0: so close, Munaf. 428 um, episodes, and I've got the date right about three times, I think.
1: <laughs> it's... It's uh, maybe not a good way for possibly our last pot of the regular season to end, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's not the last one so we can correct ourselves uh, moving forward. But, yeah, glad to be here with you. Um, another game in the books. And then, I know, again, uh, Rangers looking to close it out for their first World Series, but we'll see if they can do it tonight or not.
0: What's the general atmosphere around the uh, Texas area being, You You're the man on the street down there.
1: Uh, I don't think the Astros fans really care if they do win or not. Um, no. I think that might be a good question for Cameron Kerr, our, our Rangers fan. But uh, I, I think they do get it done. I mean, sooner rather than later. Um, I, I'm obviously, they're going to be excited because that part of the state hasn't really won very many titles since the Dallas Cowboys, like back in the eight or the early nineties or mid nineties. So. Uh, they're excited, uh, I'm sure, but um, I mean, they've just been the better team. I know We'll talk about it here in a second, but yeah, I'm sure they're all excited over there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been a... we uh, were just saying before we started, I mean, off, I feel like the series has been a little bit underwhelming at the, at the top of the series. I was quite excited that it was kind of a couple of the lesser lights we weren't seeing, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Astros. It's had a bit of a different feel to it, and then there was other people who were complaining that It wasn't the calibre of series that we should be seeing. And actually, now we're midway through, I've started to lean a little bit the other way because we haven't seen the calibre of game, because we haven't seen the calibre of players a little bit. We haven't seen Jordan Alvarez going wild like he was last year. We haven't seen a really good pitching matchup, um, a really good pitching duel out there. So, I mean, there's undoubtedly some good players in this. Um, But it is in danger. At 3-1, Texas... It, it is kind of in danger of fizzling out a little bit if Texas get this done tonight, Muna.
1: Yeah, I think the most exciting game was probably the first game of this World Series where it went into extra innings and the Rangers were able to pull the uh, comfort behind victory. Corey Seeger has been absolutely outstanding. I think he's going to be obviously, I think, the MVP um, for the World Series if the Rangers do go out and you know close it out. I'm um, trying to see what the updated number for him for. Um, I
0: a look, mate, I've got it written down here. It's about minus 500.
1: Yeah, minus 500 for Corey Seager to be World Series MVP, and rightfully so. Um, but hopefully they extend the series. I know Texas now, what, 10-0 and 0 on the road this postseason, which is absolutely remarkable to see. I'm not sure if that's ever been accomplished or not, but um, give them a lot of credit because They're they're a wild-card team, right? They didn't win the division. Astros won the division. They came in as a wild-card team. um, And most of their games have been on the road here. So they've been doing absolutely uh, uh, outstanding as far as, you know, taking care of business uh, on the road uh, thus far this postseason. So we'll see. We'll see if they can close it out here on uh, November 1st.
0: So, um, yeah, game four, I watched maybe three innings last night.
1: Um, That's all you needed. And obviously, sorry. I said, that's all you needed to watch was the first three Yeah, exactly.
0: I went to bed when I thought, well, that's the end of that. And it didn't take long at all. And then I I woke up and checked the box score. And if you just looked at the score this morning, it was quite a wild sounding 11 to 7. But it wasn't really at all. Um, Texas put up back-to-back five running innings. Mm -hmm. um, And that was the end of that. Arizona had a little rally at the end, but not much. In terms of the show yesterday, Scott took Texas I took Arizona, everybody, I feel like company-wide, and um, in the comments, so the comments were busy yesterday, everyone was wrong about Heaney. <laughs> we had Heaney. Yeah. We yeah. picked him at under nine and a half outs. Um, Kaysen and Trevor and the lads were talking about, he's not going to go more than one inning. Um, under everything on He completely and utterly wrong. Um, he picked up the win, having gone five innings. Um, What saved my picks yesterday was the the hitter props, and we'll probably come to a couple of these players later on, which was Leo Di Tavares under um, hits, and uh, Geraldo Padermo were complete afterthought down the bottom of the order, but over on his total basis was plus 160. Um, Yeah, Texas going a a ridiculous 10-0 on the road. And Scott did mention Corey Seager yesterday because we talked about Texas were minus 300 for the series. Mm. But Seeger was round about minus one seventy for MVP. Ooh, yeah, and yeah, and he, obviously kind of related contingencies. I think he said that you, you, and him had talked about that um, for maybe a championship series last week with one of the players. Do think it was Cattell Marte, maybe someone like that? Yeah. And you look this morning, and all of a sudden, seager has gone minus five hundred. Texas are on the brink, and yeah, that was a a nice um, a nice angle from. Uh, from Scott. So yeah, we'll get into this game, see if uh if we feel like Arizona can make the way back into the series. Uh it's is in the chat. First in Casen, how are you doing? Uh first up, well I love it when um I haven't proofread these new adverts moving off prize picks is yeah uh right then prize picks. Um I know loads of the uh boys and girls on the network have been right into prize picks uh winning up to 25 times the money. Um and the basketball has just been added now uh, to the football season. So you can pick combo projections. I love the sound of this. You can uh, combine football and basketball from the little specials league. So things like you could combine LeBron and Travis Kelsey at a plus plus ten and a half combo of three pointers and receptions. Um, so if you play alongside some of Price Pick's favourite players, like rapper Mick Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community players under the promos tab of the app. And view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. And um, Prize Picks offers you a reboot policy, so entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. And um, so for football and basketball games, if you've got a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. There's weekly promotions, lead the big payouts, uh, tackle Tuesdays. Uh, PrizePix discount selected player projections up to 25% to give you more value. Um, so yeah, loads of stuff going on at PrizePix. Love it. Um, what to do here is go to prizepix.com SGPN. Use that code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com SGPN. The code is SGPN. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. And the MMA Gambling Podcast they're giving away a hoodie um to honor their new YouTube channel. Um, so head to sports slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry. Make sure to subscribe to that MMA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. Um us have a look then, right? So this is three minutes past midnight for me, three minutes past eight Eastern time. Um game five tonight, as Jason joins us in the chat. Um, good afternoon, Jason. How are you doing? Texas—it's a match again for the second day of running. Uh, the books can't split them. Uh, minus one eleven each of two, uh, with a total of eight and a half. Nathan Yavaldi takes the ball for Texas. Zach Gallen goes for Arizona. Uh, Moonaf—the initial thought. I mean, it's a good-looking pitching matchup on paper, um, mm-hmm. but both of them have—you can—you can pick holes in both of their profiles.
1: Yeah, I think we'll start with this. Um... The Diamondbacks pitcher here, uh Nathan oh sorry, um Zach Allen, who just has not been very good um this postseason for the Arizona Diamonds pitching staff. Last start was against the obviously the Rangers, or I believe that was in game one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh five innings. He allowed three earned runs, and he's allowed at least three earned runs and three straight postseason starts. This takes back. Uh, to the two games he pitched against the Philadelphia Phillies in the National League Championship Series, um, and the Phil—sorry, the Diamondbacks have lost all three of the last three starts that Zach Gallen has made in the postseason. Like I mentioned, he's allowed at least three earned runs in all three of those games. Uh, he's allowed at least four hits uh, in all three of those games. And he's also given up the walks dating back to when he pitched against the Milwaukee Brewers in the Wild Card round. He's allowed at least two walks in every single one of his starts in the post season, the five starts he has made. And you take a look at Nathan Evaldi. He was having a really good uh, post season up until the world series. And I, I think we were all expecting uh, that blow up to come from Nathan Evaldi sooner rather than, or sooner rather than later. And I, I think that that happened for him obviously in the world series here. So I'm trying to pull up his numbers. The website I usually use is not working. Uh, let me go over to another one. But um, I mean, like you mentioned, Mal, that on paper this would be like a a old fashioned like pitching duel between these two pitchers. But uh, again, we've seen runs being scored at volumes uh, in this series, especially by the Texas Rangers. And I think we mentioned it uh, not only when you guys did the World Series preview, but at least when we've been talking about. Um, you know, game by game here in the World Series that this Texas offense it's it's it was one of the best during the regular season. I know there was a time like around August where they, you know, kind of plateaued and were kind of uh regressing, but I mean when it came to the playoffs, they picked it right back up. And Nathan Valdi's last start was in game one against the Arizona Diamondbacks, four and two thirds, allowed five earned runs. He did have eight strikeouts in that game. So I, I can't get away from Texas, Mal. I think that again they're they're undefeated on the road. You have Nathan Navaldi, who I think has been their best pitcher in this postseason. Maybe you can make that case for Jordan Montgomery, but I think Nathan Navaldi can go along well here. I don't trust Zach Gallen right now, um, so I, I'm I'm on uh, I'm on Nathan Navaldi and the Texas Rangers here. You can find this anywhere, like you mentioned, from minus one hundred five all the way up to minus one fifteen. So ranges for me to close it out here tonight.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ivaldi pitched in game one of this series wasn't great. He went four and two-thirds, six hits, five hits. Did strike out eight. He's generally been okay. He's got very similar lines in all three of his road starts here. And that leads me to my first pick. all. He's, he's gone six innings minimum in all of those. Um, his line here was 15 and a half outs. So I think Ivaldi can... Go over. We uh, related to that. If you don't want the out, is the strikeouts for Gervaldi. Yeah. So in the playoffs, so. he's gone eight, four, nine, seven, eight. Yeah. So the line is at four and a half. Yeah. He's comfortably cleared that four out of five. If he starts, um, obviously he needs to stay in. So you get the outs, you get the strikeouts. The kind of two things, um, follow each other. So take one or take both. Um, with Zach Gallen, we've got quite a few conflicting. Likes and dislikes, here. D-Rock, um, Dylan messaged this morning in our little chat, said he really likes Gallon on the under, on mm. the outs. Um, I think it's case, he's saying he really likes the over because the D-backs used their bullpen up. Um, certainly last night, well, yesterday was a bullpen game and then um, the night before, after Far came out as well. So Gallen's a tricky one, I'm just not convinced. He's given up everything, it's hard to pinpoint Something with him, it hits, it's walks, it's homers. He's especially vulnerable early, um, always tends to give up some early, early, early doors. They've lost his last three starts, so and, but the books are under it, I think Moonaf is under on the outs is 15 and a half, but that's juiced to minus 130. Over two and a half runs on Gallen is also juiced to minus 130, and they've actually upped his walk up to two and a half rather than a one and a half, so that's talked yeah. me off that. So I was struggling a bit with the, the gallon stuff, the books. I think th- they think the same as everybody else. And it's it's hard to pick a side. They've either juiced it or up the line by one. So I was happier with those um, Yavaldi yeah, props, I think, a little bit. As far as the side goes, um, yeah, I have to take Texas, I think. Um, I don't know if I'm trying the reverse jinx, maybe, to, ca- to keep my d back, stick it alive for another 24 hours. Um, because every time I've taken... Um, Arizona this time round it hasn't quite worked out, but yeah Texas do look a safer play really. Obviously I, th- I don't know if a Good Guy is going to play. He didn't play last night with that side tightness. I uh, didn't so he, he's harm. done
1: for the World Series. Him and Max. Is
0: he, been, is he completely out? Okay, I haven't seen that. I, yeah. I checked the box. score, that's all. I haven't seen the news. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I'll, I'll see with Texas, and I think the over hit again. We were we said it was an over series at the start. And then me and Scott both took the under yesterday. There's like we're trying to trip ourselves up. Um, so, yeah, to let's get back. It wasn't broken. Let's not try and fix it. Um, over eight and a half, particularly with two pitchers who have been, like we say, vulnerable um, on the mound. and trying to ladder the Ivaldi strikeouts up. Um, Matty DM's struggling without the... Um, Today's sport he wants a 105 Cincinnati at the Padres with a four thousand crowd. Get the Cricket World Cup on, Matty. Um, it's a bat. There's a bat and a ball, and you can have a bet on it. Just squint. Squint at the TV, it'll look like baseball. You'll be absolutely fine. Um, it's been good fun, the Cricket World Cup. Have you watched any of the cricket moon up? Has your has your brother been into you about it?
1: Uh he's the hardcore D Gen, like eight sleep bleed cricket and he's been keeping me updated so um i mean like you mentioned it's a miss of the world cup but i haven't been haven't gotten the chance to watch a lick of it and um, it was like it was like maybe. at 3 30 in the morning my time
0: yeah I'm maybe the place. game's right now i'm watching south africa new zealand right in front of me now england have been absolutely terrible stunk the place out england are already out i'm not are they, defending, now?
1: Are they the defending world are they the defending world cup champions
0: this has been in one format of the, yeah um this has been an awful awful uh, performance from England though um 20 it the 28 Olympics we're getting some cricket moon up I think in in Los Angeles as well as that
1: I believe Six- so yeah they added like yeah. flag football and all different kinds of sports I don't know what's going on with all that but cricket um, needs to, cricket needs to find its way or I think be exposed to the western side of the world. Let's just say that
0: because they have no idea what cricket, cricket is. The thing <laughs> is, it's a great game to have a bet on, Luna. Yeah, so you, the, I mean, a gazillion different props every 30 seconds with a game of cricket. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, I'll have a look at some, uh, some batting picks. We'll talk about Hall of Fame BetSpace. That new, this NFL season, Bet uh, BetSmart. Uh, it's a sports betting analytics platform. For parlays, player props and game lines. Research NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame bets. Parlay tool to get hit rates broken down by a leg. As well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort the players by hit rate. Uh, find out which players are hot in which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com Use code SGPN. So you get 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Right. Okay. So we've been on the pitch at Let's get into the batter's box. Um, Luna, are there any, any props that you like down
1: here? Uh, I mean, can you get away from Corey Seeger at this point? Yeah. Um... I'm just trying to find what his hits, runs, and RBIs number is. It's probably two and a half. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Um, hits plus runs plus RBIs. Corey Seager, yeah, two and a half at plus 110. Um, not sure if I can get there with that. Um, I know Christian Walker has come alive a little bit uh, for the yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, like that angle. Yeah. Um, who's the other one i was looking for um i think corbin carroll i mean i, I think for the diamondbacks like if they want to have a chance in this game now it has to start with that top of that lineup with corbin Carroll right like i mean yesterday the difference in that game was if you could take a look at the box score marcus Simeon and Corey Seeger had seven of the 11 rbis and i think that if The Diamondbacks want to have success in this game and score runs. It has to be with that top of that lineup. Uh, Kelton Marte, again, continuing to do incredible things. He was two of five last night. I see his number at uh, one and a half uh, hits, runs, and RBIs. So I think those are the two guys I'm looking at, the the, the top table setters for this offensive lineup of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Kelton Marte over on his hits uh, RBIs and runs combined and also Corbin Carroll. Christian Walker has been like I mentioned, uh come alive a little bit as well, at least over the last two games. Uh he was three of five yesterday. He went one of four with a double on Monday. Um and then one of five on Saturday as well. So um those were the couple guys. Christian Walker, Kelton Marte, Corey Seeger, and uh Corbin Carroll for uh for hitter runs and RBIs combined.
0: Um I've got three here, and two of mine I gave out yesterday, so it might seem a bit boring, but they also they were well thought out yesterday and won. And I don't know why I wouldn't go back again. Sometimes you don't have to be too clever about it. Um, so the first one is Geraldo Padermo. That my handicap yesterday was that he'd hit in seven straight, and three of those had been multi-hit games. Um, and sure enough, there he goes again. Uh, crashed last night, and I think it was... Well, the minus 125 for over half a hit, which is was the same price as yesterday. And then it was plus 160 on his stolen base prop. So, yeah, nice um price on Paduomo. This time, same price, minus 125. Uh, minus over half a, a total base. Yesterday was over one and a half. And the line's back down to, to 0.5. So I might have a sniff round. That's minus 105 for Paduomo. Um, and for the exact same reason, I think this was Scott's play yesterday, or, we, or it was a team ride, was Leodi Tavares, who just stopped hitting, hadn't hit in three games, I think, we took him on the under, um, didn't hit again, plus 185 for under half a hit, and a little bit of a bigger price here, is, I'm going to go with Travis Jankowski, uh, so Jankowski's coming um, for Garcia, he hits right down the bottom of the line, kind of everyone's shuffled up a little bit, Um but he's quite lively. We talked about him a few times in the summer as part of this Texas team who do a little bit of everything. He's three for nine against Gallen, Um, but I'm not going to take him in the hits or total bases. I'm going to take him to steal a base, Munaf, because he runs. He makes things happen. Uh, So if he does get on, and he's very capable, like I say, he can hit, he can take a walk. Um, If he he does get on, he'll go for it. He's plus 475 to steal a base. Um, So it's just something a little bit different on the grounds, I picked two similar picks to yesterday. I think Jan Kosh, she can swipe us a bag at plus 475, Moonath. And I think that's me done.
1: I mean, look, I think for both of these teams, I mean, we've seen them stealing bases. Uh, I think that's a, a great look, especially getting a lot of value on that as well, especially in the stolen bases market. But... Um, for, I mean, look, for this Texas team, it's been different guys stepping up every single game. Last night, it was their top two guys getting it done. You um, go back to the game of, what was it, game three victory for them. I know it was Corey Seager, but you're getting contributions from the bottom with Evan Carter who was able to get on ba- uh, base. Nathan Lau was able to get on base as well, score runs as well. So it's been a collective effort for this Rangers team, and the guys that you mentioned is probably their opportunity now uh, to hopefully... For if you're a Rangers fan, that they close out this series for baseball fans, you know, maybe the uh Diamondbacks are able to extend this series, but um, we shall see again 10 and 0 so far this season in the postseason, uh, for the Texas Rangers. mouth. so we'll Absolutely see.
0: Absolutely nuts record that 10 and 0. Um, just one of those sporting things that you just can't sort of account for at all. Um, smashing okay, Moon. I thank you very much. That was a uh, Short and sweet, like I say, I'd like to see game six. Let's see if uh, Arizona can keep me alive just for one more day. And I don't want the season to end, really enough. We wouldn't have to have a, our little chats anymore. You'll have to find someone else to bully in the, uh, in, the in the Slack channel if, if I'm not around. you have to find one of your baseball buddies or something. So
1: um,
0: <laughs> a really, really busy time on the network. If you're interested in the ponies at all, um, the Breeders' Cup is this weekend, so I will be on the Notorious OTV with Chase, i um, talking about the Euro horses that are shipping out for that. And then on the mothership with Sean and Ryan later on this evening as well, talking some Breeders' Cup, some real DGEN stuff. Um, and the Premier League later on, we've got the Germany NFL game. Me and Baz will be doing that on Sunday. Munaf, you're full of NBA stuff. Do you want to direct us
1: anywhere? Yeah, I know the NBA guys are recording right now for the games. And then myself and Chris will do the player props uh, for the Wednesday games here tonight. Yeah. Um, We'll do a couple of season offseason pods um if no, the MLB yeah season it wraps up tonight. We'll we'll look back at our um preseason picks with all the awards and all that good stuff, and then um just you know kind of just I guess kind of kick back our feet and just talk about baseball. And then lo and behold, it's a very short off season for baseball, and then We'll be prepping again for MLB season, but we still have uh, some business left in the World Series uh, between these two teams, and then we'll see if the Rangers can close it out tonight. If not, hopefully, we do get a Game Six.
0: Yeah, I've decided I'm a uh, futures expert, moon That's how I'm uh, pinning myself. That's going in my bio. So I want to do plenty off-season shows because I've decided that I'm the uh, that I am the futures, the MLB futures man. Haven't had one. Off decent shot in the dark, lad. So, there you go. Um, thanks everyone for joining. It was uh nice to see some people enjoying a little bit of daytime chat in the comments, Jason and Matty, um, and Trev Cason and everybody else. Thank you, Moonaf. That was fun. Um, good luck with your bets. Enjoy the game. We might be back uh tomorrow, but until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.